This is Jones Financial Talk with Herstel Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Herstel provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Jones Financial Talk with your host, Herstel Jones. Hello and welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. My name is Herstel Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, and I'd also like to welcome my co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? Oh, Herstel, I am excited because we have a very special episode of Jones Financial Talk today. We do. There is no doubt about that. And remember, listeners, if at any time uh, during the show today you'd like to learn more information, please feel free to give us a call directly at 541-773-9567 or visit us online at www.jonesfinancialtalk.com. And remember, while at our website, feel free to head over to our radio page to check out past shows and even subscribe to our show on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. This will ensure that you are always kept up to date with our most latest episodes. And yes, Tony, as you said, today we have a very uh, special show. Uh, We're going to be talking with Mike Binger, president of Gradient Investments. Mike, so great to have you here today, and thank you so much for taking the time out of your very busy schedule. Oh, I'm glad this worked out. This is fantastic. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Now, for the listeners, just uh, so you are aware, we've had a great strategic relationship with Gradient Investments for many, many years now. And uh, I've known Mike for a long time. He's uh, a guru in the industry, and we're definitely uh, uh, privileged to have him on our show uh, this morning. And so I just have a couple of questions I'd like to kind of address with you, Mike. Yeah, let's do it. Well, first of all, kind of nearing the uh, uh, end of this calendar year, uh, it would be great if you could maybe give us kind of a review of the uh, financial year of 2019. Yeah, and, and I'm going to go back even a little further to the end of 2018. So if we, you know, if we flash back, I, I mean, I, I realize it's you know almost over a year now, but if we flash back to 2018, boy, things were correcting. The situation was dire. There was a lot of negativity out in the market, and well-deserved because stocks went from a, a, a peak to a trough of close to 20% on the downside, and that's concerning. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But, you, you know, you and I, we had discussions. You know, we talked to, you know, we talked to your clients, and, and we, we looked at the fundamentals, and the fundamentals were still good. I mean, we had an economy that was strong. We had inflation that was under control. We had corporate America that was flourishing. Um, and, and mostly it's that corporate America flourishing because, I mean, we don't invest in economies or countries or whatever. We invest in stocks and bonds, and, and those are backed by companies. So we spent a lot of time looking at the companies, and we looked and we saw last year that this was more of a opportunity than a time to pull money off the table. And uh, this year, it's been good. The economy remains strong. Uh, those forecasted earnings and company profits did well. Um, the consumer made, you know, continued to be strong and spend, and that's important. Um, interest rates actually got cut versus, you know, you know, you know going above 3%. Um, so they're, you know, well in the lower range. Inflation was in check. So all in all, markets are strong in the U.S., and I, I think that has surprised a lot of people. 
Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Mike. Yeah, it has been a kind of a whirlwind for 20, uh, 2018 as well as 2019. But like you say, the fundamentals have been very strong and the market is really pretty much at all-time highs and uh, things look pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how is the actual economy? It, it appears to be strong, uh, but from your perspective, what, do you, what are your thoughts on the economy right now? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, and, and, and I think that, you know, I'm going to call... I'm going to say I'm constructive on the economy right now. And I know that sounds a little wishy-washy, but that's that's kind of how I really feel right now. Uh, the economy is still growing and expanding. It's doing so at around a 2 to 2.5% pace on a year-over-year basis, which is good. But it's a little slower than the 3% we were ticking at last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm still constructive, 2 to 2.5% economic growth, and I'm, I'm talking about GDP or gross domestic product. That's a very good backdrop for stocks. Um, 70% of our economy is driven by consumers, and consumers are very healthy, and that makes sense. They're spending, and the reason why is you know we're sitting at a record low unemployment rate of around 36 or 3.7%. The lowest rate in over 50 years. Oh, yeah, yeah. We haven't seen this in decades. Uh, And on top of this, more people are working. And guess what? Their wages are growing. They're making more money now. So when people are working and the income they're earning is rising, guess what they do? They spend. That drives the economy. Um, and you know, in, inflation. You know, oil prices have remained in check. Inflation is is really non-existent. So all in all, we're in a pretty good place. I'm going to call it a Goldilocks economy. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. And that's yeah. a good backdrop for the stock market. Yeah, it's just about right. It's just right. Yeah, in fact, yeah. uh, I'm glad you mentioned that because it does appear that finally, after a lot of stagnation, wages are finally starting to grow out there. Uh, people are getting more money and spending more money, and that's always a good thing. And the jobless reports, that also uh, indicates a, a good, strong economy. Uh, but then why do we, guys, Herstel and Mike, why then uh, do I also hear uh, the talking heads? You know, you they have you on CNBC sometimes and Fox News, and some of the folks on there are saying, hey, we got to be careful, though, because we've had this record-long bull market and there's going to be a bear or another recession. Well, exactly, Mike, and that kind of leads me into that 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 saying, you know, the wall of worry. Tell me about this thing called the wall of worry, like Tony just kind of brought up. And and what is your you know what is your uh, perspective on that? Yeah, yeah, that, that's a great term, and it's bandied around all the time. Um, it, it's it, it is a wall of worry, and they always say you know the stock market continually climbs a wall of worry. And what that means is, I'm going to give you an example. Uh, I've been in this business for 33 years, and and, and Herstel, guess how many of those 33 years have been, there's been no issues out there, everything's fine, the grass is green, the skies are blue, no one's worried about anything, and it's just golden. I would say zero, Mike. Uh, zero is absolutely <laughs> correct. The, you know, the, the stock market economists, investors, we're always worried about something. We're worried yeah. about what's going on internationally. You know, when's the next recession going to hit? There's, there's always concerns out there, um, and stocks continue to climb what's called the wall of worry or this wall of concerns. And, and that's just how things go. And I mean, it's been going on literally for 200 years. And uh, that's what uh, that's the definition of a wall of worry. And you know what? We, we had concerns this year. We're going to have concerns next year. And, and the bottom line is there are concerns every year and you need to assess those concerns and compare them to the fundamentals of the market, you know, the economic growth and, and corporate profits and those kind of things and assess and, and bake those into your forecast. 
Exactly, exactly. And, you know, I talk to our clients all the time, Mike, about what they can control and what they can't control. Obviously, interest rates have definitely been in the news this year, uh, as they are quite often. And obviously, we as as, uh, investors and consumers, we don't control those interest rates individually. What we do control is our financial blueprint, you know, what we actually build with our clients, for our clients. And those are fluid, customized financial blueprints of which we amend over time and change based on their overall goals and objectives, risk tolerance, and time horizon. But all of that said, you know, uh, what what is your feeling on interest rates right now? Yeah, so interest rates have been, I'm going to say, historically low ever since the you know the financial cla- collapse of 2008. And the Federal Reserve Bank engineered interest rates lower because lower interest rates tend to encourage spenders, people who buy houses or cars or, you know, washing machines or those kind of things. It encourages people to take loans at low interest rates and go out and spend it. And that spurs on the economy. The surprise, I think, has been that interest rates have been this low for this long. You know, and, and that kind of goes to tell you how deep the recession was of 2008, the financial crisis, um, to the point where the Fed, a couple of years ago, the Fed started to normalize or raise interest rates, which now starts to benefit folks who are in retirement or nearing retirement and want to earn a decent return on their nest eggs, which has been frustrating in the past five years. Right. Well, things kind of took a U-turn this year. Um Probably mid-year, uh, you know, the current administration has been very critical of the Fed raising rates. Uh, the Fed is really supposed to and is an independent body. So there's been some confusion about, the, you know, who's driving the bus? Is it the administration on the direction of interest rates or is it who it should be, the Fed Reserve Bank? Well, the, the Fed has gotten ahead of things and, and, and the Fed gets great economic data and they decided to lower interest rates about mid-year. They've lowered it two to three times this year. Um, and that's okay because low interest rates, while frustrating to people who want to you know, put their money in CDs and those kind of things, low interest rates is a good backdrop for stocks. Um, so interest rates aren't too low right now that we're, we're worried about deflation, but they're not creeping up where it'll, it will choke off the economy. So I personally think the Fed has done a good job of engineering interest rates the last couple of years, but I think they're going to stay lower for longer than most people think. Exactly. And in this very uh, you know unique economy that we have right now uh, regarding the markets being at pretty much all-time highs, it is kind of a juggling act. And so I agree with you. I think the Fed has done a pretty good job with that because it's obviously a huge responsibility, and I think they've done a pretty good job. Yeah, they have. And you know what? We should probably take just a quick break and then come right back and continue this discussion with our very special surprise guest, Michael Binger of Gradient Investments. Sounds great, Tony. Legacy planning is an important piece of your financial puzzle and an important part of what you will leave behind for future generations. That is why we give our clients a guide on IRA and legacy planning. The IRA Legacy Planning Guide can help protect your retirement assets from mistakes. These helpful resources are available in the Retirement Income Toolkit. This toolkit will give you the information you need to help secure your retirement. All you need to do to get your complimentary copy is visit our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com or call us at Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions at 541-773-9567. That's jonesfinancialtalk.com or call us at 541-773-9567. 
And welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host, the man with the plan. He's here in studio, folks. Herstel Jones. I'm looking right at him. Uh, beautiful guy. <laughs> oh, Tony, you're just too darn kind. Too darn <laughs> and, kind. And to make the show even more exciting today, we've got Michael Binger, president of Gradient Investments. That's a big get for the show today. Absolutely. Uh, he told he told Fox News, "Sorry, guys, I've got to do this show." Uh, I <laughs> you know, do- Tony, Mike's even bigger than you. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. Not physically. Uh, oh, well, but, no, he doesn't eat as much pizza, but you know. Yeah, but no, we're we're good in that regard. So, Herstel, uh, what do we have? I, I know you have some more questions for Mike. While Absolutely, we've got him. we have to take advantage of Mike while we do have him. And again, Mike, thanks so much for taking time out of your busy day oh, to spend welcome. some time with us today. Uh, so, obviously, you know, the big question many people are asking right now is: we have an election coming up next year, and what are your thoughts on the market, the election, and just how that's going to actually how those two huge things are going to work together, or not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, or yeah. Not. yeah, that's a great question, and, and and we're we're less than a year away from another presidential election, and there's going to be well, frankly, there already is a ton of discussion on who's going to be running against who and what they're going to attack on different policies and all that. Yep, and you're going to see a lot of it on the media, and that's going to you know raise people's ire, or make them happy, but it's going to elicit some kind of emotion. And what I would encourage investors to do from an investing standpoint, is let's try and separate politics and portfolios. We always try and encourage our clients to do that, Mike. I mean, you know, to take emotions, politics uh, out of investment decisions is a very, very prudent thing to do. And we're constantly, uh, you know, climbing that wall and trying to encourage our clients to do that because there are so many people that are so passionate about about politics, uh, but it really can sincerely wreak havoc on one's plan if they if they cross those two. Right, but uh, but uh, politics can affect the market at least a little bit. What I find interesting is it's uh, the the talking heads I call them out there aren't always correct about how it's going to affect it. Like they said, if Trump wins, the markets are going to do this, and then they did something else. So you never know, right? Let Let's put a little perspective, <laughs> uh, historical perspective on this, and we'll just go back in the in the in the recent terms here. Um, when Obama was going to, you know, when Obama was running for his second term in yep. the election, uh, that was 2012, and and, and there was a giant swell out there that said, oh my goodness, if Obama gets elected you know, for a second term, it's going to wreak havoc on the markets, Obamacare, all those kind of things. He did indeed get elected, reelected. And guess what? In 2013, the market had a record year. Hit new highs all along That's the right. way. Right. And then lo and behold, back in 2016, it said, boy, if, if, if Donald Trump gets elected, uh, people were threatening to move to Canada and, and, and folks are saying that's going to ruin the market. And, and Guess what? 2017 was a great year in the market. This year has been a great year year in the market. So I think the lesson to be learned here is stocks hit new highs all the time. Um, The stock market, and and frankly, the the longer-term financial plans, Herschel, that you build for your clients, they outlive politicians. Politicians come and go every two, four, and six years. When you think about investing, you should be thinking, you know, for 10, 20, and 30 years. Absolutely. And you yeah. shouldn't try and time your investment portfolio. I, I see it over and over again, and it breaks my heart when people, you know, bring political emotions into their portfolios, and it, and it, and it detracts from value versus adds values nine times out of 10. So keep politics and, and portfolios separate. And I'm just going to give you guys one man's opinion here a little bit. I get some pushback on this. 
Um, I believe that politicians tend to inherit versus influence. And that's the two key words there. I believe they tend to inherit versus influence markets and economies that are already in motion. And you know what politicians do? If that motion is upward and good, they're going to take credit for it. And if that motion is downward and <laughs> and if that motion is downward and bad, they're going to blame their predecessor for it. Well, human sure. human instinct, Mike. Sure. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So so just please, listeners, separate your politics from your portfolio. Come see Herstel. He's going to get you a long term plan that's going to be successful over many political terms and and, and the and long cycles. Term, yeah, and cycles. You know, so, I think that is very a very good point, Mike, because that really is what we are into with our clients is planning. It's better to be proactive versus reactive. And everybody has a plan. If somebody thinks they don't have a plan, they still have a plan. It probably just isn't a good plan, right? So what we do is we focus on we focus on comprehensive financial planning, like you say, Mike, for the long term. Mm-hmm. Whether you're in your 30s, 40s, or 70s, we're talking about a long-term plan. People are simply living longer today, and we are creating those plans that are fluid to, uh, you know, so we can make adjustments as our clients' goals and objectives change over time. But plans that we can maximize gains in a bull market and minimize losses in a bear market. That's really our goal. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I, I like the way our partnership works. Uh, we collaborate. I mean, it's a really a true collaboration between mm-hmm. client advisor and investment manager. Um, you know, as most of your clients know and have taken advantage of, this dialogue is a two-way street. You know, clients often call you and say, hey, I heard this, uh, you know, on, on the financial news networks or on, on the media, or I read this, or I got an email. I'm concerned. And your clients, Herstel, can feel comfortable knowing they can call you. You can get one of your uh, portfolio managers on the phone, and, and within a day or two, we're discussing whatever the issue is. But more importantly, we're deciding if anything does or does not need to be tweaked or moved around a little bit. So it's a great partnership. It's a collaboration, and it really works well. And it's an experience that I think your clients are are, are extremely gratified that they they have. Oh, I agree. We hear it from our clients all the time, Mike. So thank you very much for what you and your your whole team do. And we do collaborate together and, and offer a very unique, solid solution for our clients. Yeah, and you're able to give for people out there who aren't working with you as of yet, Herstel, they need to be working with a financial professional like yourself. And if they want a second opinion of where they're at with their finances, uh, they can come and talk to you and get that second opinion uh, and see what Gradient Investments and Jones and Associates can help them with. I think that's fantastic. And it is a good symbiotic relationship there. Absolutely. You know, as an independent registered investment advisory firm, we have pretty much all the options out there, Tony. Uh, and we do work with a handful of different money management teams. But I'll tell you, the relationship we do have with Gradient has been a very unique one, a very solid one. And it's really stood the test of time. We've had a relationship over 10 years, Mike. So, yeah, it really has. Uh, and in this industry, that's a that's a considered a long time, it, right? It, it is. <clears throat> so that said, um, looking forward, because you know, whenever we're talking about investing, it's it's difficult to look in the rearview mirror. We always want to look through the windshield, right? We do. So, <laughs> <laughs> so from your opinion, uh, you know, another big question we're getting from clients, especially this time of year, is what is uh, Gradient Investments forecast for the coming year in 2020? Yeah, so so let's talk about the economy first. Okay, we've uh, um, and, and the big question is when do we think the next recession is going to happen? Um, 
The answer is we don't know. <laughs> I mean, no one right. really knows for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. But the way we look at things right now with the way the economy is growing, consumers are doing better jobs, the things we discussed earlier, uh, we don't we don't think there's going to be a recession. And a recession means two consecutive quarters of GDP shrinking or declining year over year. So we don't see a recession on the horizon, at least for the next six to 12 months. Anything after that is more of a, of a bet than a forecast. But uh, we think the economy is in a good place. Um, number two, uh, we think corporate America, their their collective earnings growth on a year-over-year basis, we think they're going to grow about 10%, 2020 over 2019, which is a good thing. Um, stocks, I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you stocks are cheap, but they're not overly expensive at all. Um, you, you know, they're just a little bit above their average valuation. And I'll tell you this, um, valuation has not been a good predictor of future stock market performance. So when I do the math, I see a good economy. I see corporate earnings that are growing close to 10% on a year-over-year basis. And I see stocks that are, I'm going to call them fairly valued. So with that, I'm not going to predict that we're going to have valuation expansion but I am going to predict that earnings grow, and that's the math is going to tell me that I think the stock market for our forecast for 2020 is that stocks will grow about high single digits from about 8 to 10% next year. That's our initial forecast. Uh, the bond market is going to be tougher. okay? Because uh, of the low interest rates. Interest right? rates are low. I yeah. don't think they're going to go a lot lower. And if they do start to rise again, which we think they will in the next two to three years, you're going to be investing in an already low coupon rate. And when interest rates go up, bond prices go down. So the bond market will be tougher. I think you need to, you know, have a discussion. I would give Herschel a call and say, look, uh, you, you know, I want to talk about the balance in my portfolio. I want to talk about the stock market, but more importantly, I'd like to talk about bonds. What should I do there? That kind of thing. I think that would be a good conversation to have with uh, Jones and Associates. Um, so we're constructive on the stock market. We see high single-digit returns. Uh, we think that uh, you know the bond market, if we can uh, squeeze 1% or 2% out of the bond market, that would be a win. Um, so th that's kind of where we see things. We think the economy continues to hum along. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for that, Mike. Uh, yeah. You know, again, we do, we, we really truly live in a very unique environment right now. And when we work with our clients, income is such a huge topic. And so we are talking about yield. We're talking about dividends. We're talking about income. And while Grady Investments has some excellent yielding portfolios, uh, you know, they're one of your, you know, uh, stock portfolios, uh, the G50, the Gradient 50, mm -hmm. 50 large cap blue chip dividend paying U.S. stocks. Uh, it delivers just a, a very solid dividend, much higher than the S&P 500, somewhere in the 3 to 4% range. And that is very, very good because whether, you know, the actual values of the companies go up or down, as long as you're invested long term, you're going to get that income. And that is very key for our, for our clients. One of the things I think you should uh, remind them, too, is not only do you get the current dividends, but uh, the companies we invest in in our dividend-paying portfolios, they're, you're going to recognize almost all the names there. But more importantly, these companies have a long history of not only paying that dividend, but they raise that dividend on an annual basis. You know, you think about a company like Johnson & Johnson. We, uh, you know, we strive to get 50 companies just like that. What did Johnson & Johnson do in 2008, 2009 when the whole world was falling apart? 
they raise their dividend. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Rising dividend income stream. <clears throat> that's yeah. right. Exactly. I think that's a very, very good. good point. And you know, so with with the big with the big uh, topics out there that are going on right now in our environment, things like we've talked about today, interest rates. We have uh, you know trade tariff wars. Uh, we have increasing. Uh, fears of a recession coming. And then, of course, we add all that, you know, uh, we have all the rhetoric in D.C. regarding impeachment. So lots of very interesting things going on right now. But in light of all of that, I've been very impressed with uh, the cutting edge portfolios that you and your team at Gradient Investments have developed and uh, implemented over over the years. And one of the portfolios that I've been very, very excited about is the Buffered Index Portfolio. Can you talk a little bit about that with our listeners today, Mike? I, I, I sure can. And it's a you know, we, we've recently brought that out. We have periodic offerings of the Buffered Index portfolio. They've sold out very quickly. And the reason is because it's a very timely portfolio. Um, what, it, what it offers clients is it offers clients upside participation in the stock market to what I'm going to call a cap. And that cap has been double-digit returns, which make people very pleased. The trade-off for a cap, so let's hypothetically, let's say the cap is 12-13%. If the stock market's up 20%, you're only going to get 12-13%. Right. The trade-off is you are going to get some downside protection, which is called the buffer. And the buffers we've been using lately have been 10%, which means the first 10% down on the market is absorbed by the company. So I think it's timely. We have an election coming up. We've talked about that, but that's going to create some volatility in the market. Sure. The uh, tariff, you know, the tariff situation, there there hasn't been complete resolution there. The economy is slowing just ever so slightly. Right. So to have upside participation but still get some downside protection, we feel the buffered index portfolio is very timely. I would have your clients, I would have listeners and clients call you about it. Well, and I totally agree with that, Mike. I totally agree. I think that's a very, very unique and good portfolio. Uh, Tony, any comments? Um, well, you know what? That does sound great. That's an interesting one. I know, Mike, though, you have to go. So it's been great to have you on here. And uh, thanks again for Guys, coming Guys, thank you so much. It was a pleasure to be back and, and have another discussion about the markets, economies, and all these other things. Absolutely, Mike. Thanks again so much for joining us today and have a great day. Thank you. What a great show today, Herstel. I mean, we had Mike Binger from... Gradient Investments on. Well, you know, Mike's a great guy. I, I go way back with Mike. We've known each other and have had a great relationship for over a decade now. And uh, it, whenever we can get somebody of that caliber as a guest on our show, Tony, it's always great uh, to take advantage of that because his insights and just comments about uh, what's going on currently and uh, talk a little bit of uh, a little bit uh from a historical perspective as well, I think is very valuable for our listeners. And it kind of mix, it kind of mixes things up, per se, a little bit for our weekly show. So yeah, it was great to have Mike as a guest today. And I really enjoyed his review of, of 2019, even bringing 2018 back into the formula. And, you know, there's a lot of uh, rising heads out there just because we live in a you know, in, in a pretty unique market right now, where we're kind of in uncharted waters per se, with the markets being at all-time highs, and uh, of course we have a lot of political things going on, and of course with the trade wars. So it was good to get a perspective from from somebody like Mike, uh, from what he does with Gradient Investments. Uh, so yeah, it was it was great to have him on the show today. Yeah. Well, you know what? We're almost out of time for today's show. It just flew by. Uh, Herstel, great show today. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Jones Financial Talk. Yes, and join us again next week for another episode of Jones Financial Talk. Take care and we'll see you next time.
Thank you for listening to Jones Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Herstel Jones at Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Call 541-773-9567 or visit their website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions as a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Insurance products and services are offered through Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions and Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions are affiliated companies. Crystal Jones and Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.